Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and we are here to discuss the Firefly movie, Serenity. And I have four really fucking wonderful folks with me today. Uh, first up, I have host of the upcoming podcast, Midnight Mass. Michael Verratti. And next up, we have professional wrestler and Twitch streamer. Courtney Rush. And senior BuzzFeed news reporter. Ellie Hall. And my SlayerFest 98 editor, who the podcast would not be possible without, who is a podcast producer and uh, works for four, uh, three other podcasts. Ashley Hullett. Hi, Ashley. Hi. You're too sweet. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're all big Firefly fans. Ashley, I wanted to ask you on for this because you were like, you knew editing those like promo stuff. You like knew all the episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big Firefly fan. Yeah. And uh, the other, uh, the, uh, Courtney and Ellie and Michael, you'd all been on for the Patreon stuff. Um, yeah. I wanted to bring you all yeah. for the non-Patreon episode, which is this one. I think um, I begged you to have me on this episode. I was like, hey, I you, <laughs> you know, the two of you, I was very surprised that both of you asked to be on because I'm always like hesitant to ask someone to do a Patreon episode. But I, I really appreciate the fact that both of you were like, hey, I want to do Firefly. <laughs> Just let me talk about Firefly. So I'll be happy as little thing. <laughs> yep. I think with both of you, I was like, you know, it's Patreon, right? And both of you were like, yeah, I don't care. That's fine. I, I don't talk care. About Firefly. Right. Not at all. I just want to have Not a conversation with you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just let me talk about the thing that I like. <laughs> and, I, and I think I ended up talking about like a fourth of the show with you, right? Yes. Like I was on like three or four times. Yes. So, and there's only what, like 13 episodes i think yeah. something like that mm-hmm. um yeah so we're here to talk about the movie which um i've talked about on the patreon a little bit i actually saw the movie first before i saw the show same with me that's something that i come across a lot yeah, I actually oh, really? did too. that was me yeah oh so yeah i saw the movie first um and i it's weird because so you know back then it was very like Ooh, I want to support this movie because I love Buffy and I want Buffy to be a movie. That was like oh, one of my sole reasons for seeing it. But then I ended up really loving the movie. Um, I was actually wondering if it would hold up watching it now because for the Patreon, we did my first full watch of the series that I did with all of y'all. And um, I was a little hit or miss. I will not lie with the show, especially at the beginning. It's a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then by the end, I did really love the characters. And I was like, oh, I can understand why people really wanted more of this. Because it does feel like, especially at the end, was when they started to really get into it. And they started to ditch like more standalone stuff. And they were doing like more character work, more like chosen family stuff, which is I'm a sucker for any of that. Same. Yeah. And yeah, and the movie, I don't always know that movies of TV shows work, right? They don't, mm-hmm. sometimes they can just feel like long episode of tv and while Hmm. this does feel like an episode of the show it's it feels like we're getting to like the the mystery that was there for that whole season that we were only kind of touching upon which was river like the stuff that they clearly intended to get to and didn't get a chance so they're like fuck it let's go let's do all of it right now (laughs) yeah Yeah. let's get it all (laughs) but so uh do you guys remember like how did you feel about when you saw it the first time versus how you watched it First, how you felt watching it for this? So, I can, can I can I start? Yeah. Yes. Um. So I I went through the script and I watched it again. This is a really special movie for me because this pretty much changed the trajectory of my life, and that sounds really you know hyperbolic. But I was a vocal music major before I saw this movie, and it made me like I got so into it. And I hadn't seen Buffy, hadn't seen anything. I was like, wow, I didn't know TV and film could like do this sort of thing. 
and I switched majors um, to yeah. media to media studies. And watching it again, it you if you've seen the series, there's some stuff that you're like, oh, this is different. But I think it makes sense. Like Mal's character is completely different in this. Like River and Simon are outsiders, establishes outsiders instead of part of the family in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense as a, a movie in and of itself. Like you can, I think that's why so many of us got into it only watching um, the movie first yeah. because it, it it's you know it's one thing. It stands alone, and you don't need to know. You can go into it blind. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Courtney, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw it first too. I don't know. I saw it in theaters with uh one, with one of my best friends who had seen the show, and she was like, "No, you need to come uh, watch the movie with me. I think you'll really get into it." And I was never able to catch the show due to the problem that everyone had trying to catch the show was Fox <laughs> fucking up the scheduling, so I never got to see it. So we went to the movie theater. I fell absolutely in love with every single character, the whole universe, and uh, and that finally got me um able to watch the show uh in and like retroactively um once I was able to get a hold of them and it's just it's one of my favorite movies of all time but I've seen it so many times I considered coming in and doing the podcast without rewatching it just from memory <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> but then totally I was like wait why would I give up a chance to watch Serenity again <laughs> exactly <laughs> there was when we started the podcast there was a couple I think season one episodes where I or two maybe it might have been season two where I was like I watched this recently enough. I don't need to rewatch it. And I would like take the notes just from like my memory. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Michael. Uh, I saw this movie opening weekend uh, with Eric Russo, who is actually a a previous Slayer Fest guest. Uh, We went to college together and years before, you know, we knew that we would be doing these. uh, (laughs) We went and saw this opening weekend and I think we did turn around and go and see it again just a few days later uh, because this was sort of like the peak of, you know, not knowing what we know now about Joss and everything. This was like peak Joss fandom and Joss fervor. And like, you know, this movie was like him taking what he did and what we loved about the work that he did and bringing it to the the cinema. And, uh, you know, I echo what what everybody's saying. It it felt like such an experience. And I remember just really um, loving it. I don't always love big space operas, but this was one of those that uh, did what it needed to do. It had the characters that I loved. And um, yeah, I, I dug this movie right away. I had seen episodes of Firefly, but this did encourage me to, you know, go get the DVD and watch it through in the proper order and catch the things that I missed. And uh, it, it was it was a hot moment. <laughs> uh, Ashley, I think I might be the only one that saw the show first. Um, <laughs> so I had some feelings about the movie the first time I saw it. Um <laughs> So, but I think they were like the movie was already out when I found Firefly. My best okay. friend um, at the time had the DVDs, and she was just watching them one day when I came over, and I was mm. like, "What is this?" And so she started it from the beginning, and we just watched it all the way through. <laughs> nice. um, and then we watched the movie, and so I remember being like, "This is like, I don't, I didn't love the little changes that they made." But I was also like a stupid teenager (laughs) watching it now. I think, as others have said, it absolutely makes sense because it's a movie and it's different. Um, And they needed to redo a little bit of that backstory to make the movie work. I'd say probably the second time I watched it is when I was really like, okay, this is a fantastic movie. Like it took me that first that first viewing. I was just like, this is different than the show. And I. I have feelings about it. <laughs> the teeny tiny little retcons. <laughs> yeah. 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 
It is, you know, it is weird. I did notice they were like, only because I'd like just, you know, finished watching it with all of y'all. Like, I, they were very like glaring. They were very apparent in this yes. viewing. Ellie, you have the script in front of you. Is there like any notes that they say about like what they, like why they did that? Um, it's for the movie purpose, because uh, they were bringing in new characters mm. and, and everything. And, you know, we, I'm sure we'll get into the operative, but the, it was so that they had one full uh, narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Because I actually like, I mean, River being psychic wasn't in the show, but it like kind of was, right? Like, it, I, yeah. I'm like, I, I feel like that's an easy leap to make. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what I thought. I was like, oh, I bet, like, I bet that would have been something that would have been revealed in the show had they gotten more episodes because it felt like that makes sense that she would have psychic powers. And I forget which episode. It might have been the episode you were on for, Courtney, when River, like, saves Kaylee and shoots that guy, but she's not even, like, looking. She just, like, knows where he is. Yeah, the intuition is there. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, we can, like, say that was psychic powers and I can buy, you know, we're all all nerds here, so, like, yeah, sure, psychic powers make sense for that. Well, didn't she, like, predict the gender of the child in the one that we watched, Heart of Gold? Yes, you're right, I think she, yeah. And I think that, don't they hint at it with Jane when he says, like, I don't like the idea of her reading my mind, and Anar's like, no one likes the idea of reading your mind. Yeah. <laughs> God, Anara is so good. I, <laughs> I feel like all of you have listened to me, like, stan Anara, but I, Marina Baccarin, like, her acting is just really good, and mm-hmm. I love, Anara's mm-hmm. like, I think Anara is my favorite character. No, I don't think. Yes, she is my favorite character. <laughs> Those eyes, man. Yeah. yeah. I like. I want her to be like my therapist because she has a very sweet <laughs> voice. It's very nice. <laughs> Although her therapy didn't seem to work for Mal all that well. So. Well, <laughs> well, he's very stubborn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so okay. So this movie, we do get a little of those, a little bit of those retcons. But they, aside from like literally the only reason they were so like apparent to me is just because I had just finished watching the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get this flashback. The movie opens. With actually an important flashback that I guess I hadn't even realized we didn't know how it happened as to how he got her out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that it's like filling in those pieces of we see him, you know, he's in like full Nazi doctor drag and he like breaks her out. And imme- like the, the other thing that's also apparent is, ooh, this is a movie budget. This is not yeah. a Fox <laughs> TV show budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like even her like cool sci-fi outfit is like very... Like, it feels like a throwback to, like, 80s movies. Uh, Rivers, Rivers Patient. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I thought it was very Fifth Element. Yes, yes. Well, so yes. one thing about this that, that, you know, we just talked about retconning, like, this is a retcon. Is it? Yeah, yeah, because uh, he snuck her out in, in cryo, remember? Like, she was the girl yeah. in the box in the first episode. We found her in a crate. Oh, exactly. right, yeah. right. But this is better visual. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really right. is. Unless, like, there is the way to explain that maybe the people that help them out, whoever's on that lift, whoever he paid to help her, uh, maybe they put her in cryo on the ship and transported mm. her away from there, True. possibly yeah. through yeah. a checkpoint. True, like, it oh, is yeah. explainable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but so we get their like escape, and I also think it's a smart way to do it. That like it's a flashback, but it's like that the operative is watching it yeah i actually rewatched the movie with my boyfriend in preparation for the uh, episode and he said he was like oh it's like a scream Four opening because it's like this isn't the opening this is the opening no wait <laughs> this is the opening and i was like oh it's true well so i have the, i'm always saying this guy have the script but do you remember the opening is is um the the teaching scene it kind of yeah. establishes the world and then yeah. it goes so like i think that was really well done because it establishes immediately that river is smart river is different from these other right. kids yes mm-hmm. 
And it also established it from the point of view of the Alliance, which we didn't get through the entire show. Right. We just like, Oh, you're right. Yeah. 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 And also stupid question. Was that summer Glau voicing baby river Tam in that dream? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) I, I couldn't tell. So I was like, that really does sound she like She did her. a good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I um, I can't, oh no, neither of you, none of you were. Uh, when I did the finale, I kept thinking, oh, this is the guy that's in the movie, right? And yeah. then I remember looking up being like, this guy isn't in the movie, isn't he? But I feel like the operative is just like a leveled up version and less, less scary, but more violent version of that assassin that's in the finale, right? Yeah, yeah. more focused, more yeah, like with yeah. a purpose. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. calmness is what's scary. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the way he kills that dude that's, like, the scientist is, like, he, what, like, hits a pressure point and then just lets him slowly fall on the sword is, like, oh, Literally. Shit. Literally falling <laughs> yeah. on the sword. <laughs> and, like, this is, and this is two years after Kill Bill. Like, I mean, I can totally see kind of mm-hmm. that motif at the movies at this point. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he like the, the fact that he's like also double tap, he's multitasking of like, wait, holding up the sword, waiting for the dude to fall on it, telling the other doctor that she needs to like get him the files and, and she's like clearly terrified. And he's like, right, I'm doing this. I'm killing the dude, but also I need you to do this work. (laughs) And he's not flustered. He's not, he's just very like, this is what's happening. We're going to go with it. This guy's going to die. You're going to get me files. It's such a nifty trick to get your evil last word in while you're waiting. Right? <laughs> and it's a kind last word, too. Yeah. It's like, this is a good good death. Like the, I love how it establishes him as, like, he is a man of purpose. Like, for mm. him, he doesn't need to know River's secrets. He doesn't want to know River's secrets. He just, he has an objective, and he is going to carry it out. Right. Mm-hmm. I, that was like Lucille Bluth. Like, I don't understand the question, and I won't respond. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but so it is like a good I think it is like as your boyfriend said Michael I think it is a good stream for like opening within an opening within an opening to set us up for like the forward plot of the movie right it's giving us our villain it's telling us this isn't the first time he's done this right yeah. and it's telling yeah. us like this is mostly going to be about River's story yeah. um, even though I would still argue they're all the main characters in the movie it's still like the story's revolving around her and it's like mm-hmm. everything we had been hinting at, we're going to go forward with all of that shit. We're going to show you the Reavers. We're going to show, you know, everything mm-hmm. that was just a hint in the show is going to be here fully in the movie. So the operative, we get to, we get to the crew, which I thought it was interesting. It's an interesting choice that this is based off a popular TV show and we don't see them for like a full 10 minutes of the movie. We don't see like our beloved Our crew. plucky heroes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's pretty standard, though. Like, if you look at Godzilla 2014, it's named after Godzilla. And he, and he, he saunters in, like, well, you know, an hour and a half into the movies. So. He big leagues everyone, knows he yeah. didn't show up late. Exactly. <laughs> and it's also, like, it, it when they show up, it's because the ship is falling apart. Like, yeah. immediately you're not seeing, they are the ragtag heroes. Yeah. <laughs> they are not as clear and focused and well-funded as the operatives. <laughs> exactly (laughs) Uh, so and i do i actually really like i mean i know this is like typical but i love that the way we meet the way the way we see the crew in the movie is mal is kind of talking to them one by one and Mm -hmm. he's like walking through like it feels it's one shot yeah yeah yeah. it's it's a one shot I literally need to talk about this shot because at 2005 when this came out, I am fresh out of film school and I'm sitting there having a nerdgasm in the audience. Same. (laughs) 
Well, I think I think from a filmmaking perspective, it's very uh, it's very intentional. Obviously, you know that's a very planned shot, and, and one by one we meet everybody during this long tracking moment. But it's very akin to like in Fire Walk with Me when the opening frame is David Lynch breaking the TV. This is Joss Whedon saying we're not on TV anymore because you would never get away with a long shot like this on television. Oh God, no! And, uh-uh. and so th- he's like, "Here's everybody again." Like I'm going to introduce you to the cast again, but cinematically, and it was awesome. Yeah, and it and it also introduced us in, to the 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 character that we don't talk about enough, which is the ship Serenity, and exactly mm-hmm. seeing her from cockpit to engine room down to the down to the hold and every and you can see how big it is in the inside, but also how claustrophobic it is. Yeah, yeah, and that it, and that it's falling apart. Yes, but yeah. <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't even remember like what the problem. It was just like generic problem, right? Like I don't know. Uh, something falls off the ship. Like the very first shot of Serenity we see is like a part flying through the universe. Right. Of course. Yeah, I forget what panel. Some sort of panel. He says. Which is also the last shot. Yeah. And I do love that Zoe even just says, oh, we crashing again? Like, there's not, she's just like, oh, it's happening. All right. <laughs> yeah, and define interesting, oh, God, oh, God, we're all going to die is like a premium chef's Iconic kiss. Iconic line, yeah. Yeah, yes. Joss Whedon line. <laughs> just date out of water crap. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Kaylee jumping in being like, everything's shiny, we're good. Like, she's very, very Kaylee in that scene where she's mm-hmm. like, talking fast and being like, it's good, it's fine, I'm going to fix it. Simon appears behind Mal and we kind of learn that whatever this new mission is, Mal wants them to bring River because... So, a thing that I was wondering about, it it feels like they just learned that she is psychic, right? Or is it just like supposed to be, oh, they knew and it just happens to work for this mission? I feel like it was a development. Um, Courtney, I can't remember if it was Courtney or Ashley, but you mentioned the episode where she doesn't look and she shoots. Mm-hmm. I think the way I interpreted that was probably more stuff like that happened. Okay. And they realized that, oh, we can actually use her because she can warn us who because she's psychic. Yeah. That was right. my interpretation. Yeah. Because this does not pick up like at the end of the series. This has been a few years. Anara's gone. Shepard Book is gone. Like they've gone their separate ways. So it's easy to assume that more shit has happened where they're like, hmm, what's up with River? <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> um, Simon brings up he says she's 17 which i thought we knew she wasn't like i thought we knew she was like supposed to be in her 20s but also Mm. very like i don't recall it being ever mentioned well they do say they do say she's a kid they say it over and over again but i don't know why i thought it was like eh, they're saying kid but like it's because like mentally she's like childlike but she's at because she just doesn't look like a teenager to me right right not like she looks like old but she just looks like she's in her 20s right well and you go through government torture and see how you look (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I said she doesn't look old i don't i'm not saying how big your eyes can get (laughs) 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 the only age specific thing i remember being mentioned is simon saying that she was taken away when she was like what seven or eight put into like gifted government program Mm -hmm. but i do like when during their talk one of the only things i have is i do get a little tired of the mal and simon the the mal and simon back and forth in the movie i'm like all right we we've done this 85 times like (laughs) right i would have liked a little bit more streamline of that because it's like i think it's like what like they actually do they technically leave and they depart from the crew but then they're back on the and it's just a little bit of that but i do like the um the dialogue here where he says, like, this isn't fear, it's anger. And Mal's like, it's hard to tell the difference. And Simon says, 
I imagine if it were fear, my eyes would be wider. I like, I just liked that <laughs> little thing. So they go, um, they go on this mission. Mal says he would get very choked up. There might even be tears if something happened to River. I don't really remember if we know or if it's like important what they're even, they're just like going to get money from that vault, right? Yeah, they're robbing a bankroll situation. Yeah. That pays for security. Right. Like, right. so mercenaries, yeah. they're, they're taking the mercenary money that the government is paying them. Right, right. Um, they do their thing. I I do like there's a cute back and forth with um, River and Zoe, where like River points to the guy, and Zoe's like him, <laughs> and she's like yeah him, and it's like a cute just like exchanging glances. Yeah, and who arrives but the Reavers, who we had not. It's it's very weird that like right up front they're like well here they are, um, since we had <laughs> yeah. never seen them yeah. in the show. But I do, I think that works right. It's yeah. scary. I mean, like, it, it's yeah. a jump scare of, of a shot, and it doesn't last long, and I think that makes it more effective. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. it's, like, real quick, they, like, kill that mom, and they're, like, it's a monster face. Yeah. And it's something we knew was a thing from the series, but we never really got to delve into. Yeah. And and that one particular episode where, where the kid, uh, like, slowly transforms into one over the episode, like, that that is fucked up. Yeah. And, like, yeah. as soon and. For a new viewer, they establish very quickly. They're like, fuck Reavers. Oh, shit, Reavers. And they're like, oh, <laughs> sitting in the audience, you go, fuck, I guess Reavers suck. And you're ready for them. But if you had watched the show, you're like, oh, god damn, I remember Reavers from that one episode. Holy shit, we're doing this? Okay. Yeah, they, they do quite a bit of building up to the menace of the Reavers. You're absolutely right. Because there's also the episode where they go onto the ship and all the bodies are strung up. And we don't meet the Reavers, mm-hmm. but they're like, this mm-hmm. is some Reaver activity. And you're like, oh. That's this not a good thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even in the pilot, because remember in the pilot, they had to go, like the Reaver ship went by. Yeah. yeah. They had to like chase with the Reaver ship, but we don't ever, we, they just like, the whole crew is intensely terrified. And so we know to be terrified, but we don't, other than seeing the outside of the ship, we don't even. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. the boogeymen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like that. I think that that is actually like, that would have been cool for the show. Like a show that has like these, like, like you said, boogeyman type villains that you don't really see, but you know, everyone is absolutely terrified of them and then like seeing them very later on i think that's good storytelling um yeah mm-hmm. and it almost michael as our horror expert it almost is a, it's like a little bit of horror right oh it's not a little bit of horror it's, it's a, a lot, lot of horror, horror. yeah <laughs> I, I i you know that's that's very much uh atmosphere and dread building because as we're talking about like the, the it's it's hinted at the boogeyman is held in the shadows and unfortunately a lot of times what happens when you hint at a monster it's sort of the jaws effect right it's it's better that you don't see the shark because then you sort of mythologize what the shark is and i think that in a rare case serenity pulls off showing us the shark because they could have easily jumped it here too and uh because the monster is always scarier in your mind than what than in actuality but uh they're so established. But then, of course, we go into full Whedon mode, which we'll talk about later, of course, when because we now f- have a physicality to the monsters, they just like vampires, just like whatever, are something for the girl to kick the shit out of. And I uh, mm-hmm. I think there's there are pros and cons of that discussion. And I'm sure when we get to Rivers Slayer mode, we'll, we'll talk about it. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will have a lot to say about that. Don't worry. but they do even though they show us the reavers right off it's fast cuts it's it's a fast pace you really don't get a good look at them and it's just very high intensity and high anxiety yeah most of it most of it is the fear of everybody else yes like like Mm -hmm. the the fear of everybody on the screen and even like tough guy jane and all and all the people in like the, the village 
Like that made me more scared. Yeah, a hundred percent. And for, for all Mal's trolling uh, to Simon earlier, like, oh, there could be tears. He's got River's hand, and he's dragging her out to yep. the mule as they're trying to get away. He's making sure oh, she yeah. gets out. Yeah. And I like that they also quickly establish that because they when they go into that bank or whatever it is, they say like, okay, let's go be bad guys or whatever. Mm. But then very quickly, as soon as there's a threat, Mal tells the guy, he's like, you got to get everyone down here and lock the doors. So they're very clearly not like traditional, like bad guys. But then he doesn't take then he doesn't take the dude on the mule. Yeah, but I. I kind of understand because they're already struggling on Mm -hmm. the ship. And he's like, you got to go get in the vault, dude. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's one of those. Um, God, I I watched it in when I went to Catholic school for a few years. There's like that movie about the, the like safety, the like life raft. And they're like on it and they have to decide who like oh, stay on it, who has to go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No, it's like a it's like an old black and white movie, and we they like used it in religion class to like teach us a lesson. Are you are you talking about Lifeboat? It's an Alfred Hitchcock movie, <laughs> probably. Then it probably is just called fucking Lifeboat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Of course it is. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of like that. Like I I do get it. It's definitely Mal is the guy that will make the tough call, right? Like he has He's no the captain. he like yeah. Yeah, and the thing that I like about it is he isn't doing it to be an asshole. He's doing it because he is like, we literally have no room on this tiny thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a survivor. Yeah. And it, you can yeah. tell by his face when he pushes him off, like, that was not an easy thing for him to do. No, no. And, shoot, and shooting him was an act of mercy. Yeah, he's not. Right. Yes. And I do like that. I do like that because also that shows us the intensity of, I mean, we're already seeing that they're monsters. We're already seeing that everyone's scared. But the fact that Mal, and we can tell from like his facial expressions that it's an act of mercy without even knowing but like i mean we know but like the fact that he also knows no i don't want this man to be like whatever torture they're gonna do to him death Mm -hmm. is better um so that like also ups the like reavers monster and the fact that the reavers drop him like that was that like i when i think of this scene that's what i remember like these are monsters who want to torture you as they kill you if you're dead already it's no fun for them yeah like that Mm -hmm. was what skeeved me out yeah and then River actually, even when they're like doing that very cool chase scene, River has that line of like, yeah. they want yeah. us alive when they eat us. And like, yeah, they do, which is like gross and terrible and makes them scarier. But also I do want to talk about this chase scene because it's pretty cool. And, you know, I mean, clearly I, I said from the top of the movie, you're like, oh, this is a this is a movie budget, not the TV show's budget. But this like feels like Star Wars in like yeah. the but still way. with the Western uh, feel that it yeah. popularized with the show. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I really, I, I thought like it was really cool to see like these characters in this type of scenario. Like clearly this is still something we would have gotten on the show, but it wouldn't have looked yeah. as cool mm-hmm. on the show. Well, what's show. great about the chase sequence too is it engages every member of the cast and shows how they all work together on the, uh, when there's an emergency because yeah. it's not only the chase with Mal, Zoe, River, and Jane, but then when Wash gets the call, like Simon's running around on the ship, Kaylee's kicking it in. Of course, Wash is doing what Wash does best. And that is, uh, really really smart writing because we tend to have in a lot of these movies star wars included where you have a great ensemble of heroes but then like one hero kind of just does the shit for whatever the mission is Mm -hmm. but this really shows the cohesiveness of them as a family yeah and particularly because like when we were first introduced to them mal was you know storming around and every you know there was a little bit of con like interpersonal conflict there but now you see like when shit hits the fan they're going to be a team and work together and get it done. Yeah. Survive first and we'll fight after. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) 
Yes, it really is very that, right? <laughs> like, yeah, we were fighting earlier, but like the way he saves Jane, um, you know, like Jane's making jokes, but Mal is like focused on saving him. He wants to like get rid of the fucking harpoon <laughs> yeah. that's in his leg. That kills me. Yeah. Just thinking about the fact yeah. that he's holding on and they're pulling him and that thing is through his leg, like, oh, God. Yeah. Jane is tough. <laughs> I do love the line about the grenades, though. Like, yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I kept, like, I, I mean, also, that leg probably would have been, like, torn off right, realistically, yeah. no, right? he's like, a badass. Yeah. <laughs> you leave my man alone. <laughs> <laughs> I said he's a badass. <laughs> um, so, you know, they do their thing. Everyone joins forces. They get on the ship. And I... <laughs> I love that Simon immediately is like, are you okay? And River just says, I swallowed a bug. <laughs> like, that's a very okay? good line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because Kaylee asks, what, is she asked Simon, I think? Yeah. And he's like, is he okay? But then the, the Reaver pops up and they all shoot him. It's a very good moment. We then see, uh, we actually learn, because I was wondering where Inara was. Because I did, like, I hadn't rewatched it since I watched the series. But, like, I was like, wait, I do know she's in this movie. Um, but then we get, like, we learn she's left the ship and he's watching this like very cute video Kaylee took of Inara. I guess it's, I think it's supposed to be from when she first gets on yeah. the ship, right? Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like it was when she was leaving, like packing up and leaving. Oh, okay. It might it might have been that, yeah. So then Mal and Mal and Simon have their fight. He's leaving the ship. Um, this is the only shit that I'm like eh about. Well, it's we've like, been right. here before, as you said, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, they land on that planet. Mal meets up with those twin guys, and he does say that he can tell them apart because one is prettier. Yeah. And I just put a bunch. <laughs> I just put a bunch of emoji eyes. <laughs> yeah, Fanti and Mingo are like our movie version of Badger that we had in the series. Uh, yeah. Contact who gives out these the jobs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we see River watching this like s- screen of like a commercial. Yeah, it's she like gets Josie and the Pussycats. She gets in- like. <laughs> Literally, this is the best. Mr. Movie Phone turns River into an assassin. (laughs) (laughs) That is a fucking A plus reference, Michael. (laughs) Also, that will be the second time Josie the Pussycats is referenced because in our our Super Yaki ad, it's referenced. Um, But so, yeah, she gets entranced and she says Miranda. Yeah, she whispers it. Yeah, and then she kicks everyone's ass. Which, because I hadn't seen the movie in a while, I was like, oh, is she imagining this? Because it goes to that filter of, like, flashbacky mm-hmm. dream filter that they do. But it's... I I think it was supposed to be, like, from her perspective. Because it's okay. very... Si- that makes the, sense. First of all, I love this scene. It's a silent score for the good first chunk of the fight. Mm-hmm. And I like that you're just hearing, like, the blows and the grunts. And then it switches from out of her perspective into normal lighting. And I think that's when we start to see, like, Mal and Jane recognizing what's going on. Mm. Yeah. This is when you really see, like, how much effort went into making her fighting style unique. Because um, mm-hmm. as anyone who watches Angel yeah. knows, her first Joss Whedon thing was, like, literally is a ballerina. Like, she's a trained ballerina and this kind of blend yeah. of martial arts in ballet. I, it was something I'd never seen in an action movie before. Well, she did always love to dance. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah. Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I do like her fighting style. And, you know, I, I was thinking about that because I do always think Buffy and Faith are de- like definitely different in their fighting style. Yes. So I appreciate mm-hmm. when they give characters like I was thinking of like Peggy Carter. She has a very brawler type way of fighting in MCU, which is different 
than the other folks who have like their fighting style. And I just like when we like add that detail into a character who is a fighter. Yeah, same. She's so graceful. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm sure the dancing background really right, helps. helps with the grace. <laughs> so yeah, they like try to stop her. Uh, Jane gets beat up. Does she grab his junk? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is she grabbing his junk? I can't quite tell. Oh, yeah. No, he's icing it later, so definitely. <laughs> Simon comes in because he knows the way to make her go to sleep. And... I put like he explains to them that that's like he had that I forget what he says though like how he got the message the people who helped him get River out had like intelligence that they were doing behavioral modification so they taught him a safe word that would basically shut her down if anything happened and I actually wrote this down because I had this like weird sort of epiphany moment when I was watching it because it's always been a really awkward moment to me where he just comes in and says the word and she falls asleep and then there's like this beat of like uh, and (laughs) yeah I could never really figure out why. And like being immersed, like rewatching the series when I was doing the episode with you and then rewatching the show. And I was like, holy fuck, he's speaking Latin. Like you never hear anyone speak mm. Latin. It's always English it, and Cantonese in this show. It's, right. it's Russian. It's actually oh, Russian. Russian. Okay, I, 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 hate, I hate to be that person. No, 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 <laughs> don't at all. But it's still, it's still a different language than any of the two that are established as the dominant languages in this world. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's completely alien. It, it means uh, laughter for chickens. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> Good to <Fun> know. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so they reboard the ship and they basically like, so Simon and River were only like gone from the ship for, you know, maybe an hour, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Well, they tried. <laughs> yeah, they tried. Um, we see, we also get that glimpse of the operative going to see Anara and we see her face. Oh, she's so good because she's like smiling, but then it, it drops, but it doesn't drop too much. It's just like she's trying to stay calm and it drops. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's yeah. trying to convey also like this is a trap. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, OK, so <sighs> they Mal gets the wave from Anara. And when Wash tells Mal, I have an important thing that we need to discuss is Jesus Christ, that man's ass. It is like a shelf and he's just laying there. <laughs> but wait, like, you're skipping over Haven. Am I? Yes. Oh, shit. Well, and, and Mr. Universe. Yes. Mr. Universe, right? Mr. Ah. Fucking Universe that I have written down. <laughs> I have always had a, da- a crush on David Crummeltz and I still have a crush on David Crummeltz. So. <laughs> I kept waiting for him to pop up in the show, actually, when we were like going through it for the first time, because I just assumed that he had been in it. And but he I think he works well as a character in that universe, right? Yeah, yes. he does. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Because he does feel like a character that could have been in the show. So it makes sense for him to be a new character in the movie. I mean, they add a lot of these characters. I feel like they add a lot of characters so that way they could kill more than just two people from the crew. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, that's fine. I understand. But at the same time, the way they bring him in, it feels like you've known him forever. Yes. Because right? the crew mm-hmm. acts like they've known him forever. Right. It's like, so you sultry makes a phone in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> they've obviously talked to him before. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, Courtney, talk about Haven. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have written down that uh, they're all fighting more than usual. And, that, and it happens to be that so Wash plays the diplomat role. He's like, we're flying a little bit more blind here. I think we need to talk to Mr. Universe. And that's like out of character for that. For uh, Like he does sort of try to calm things down. But really the ones who were like more of the diplomats of like Inara and Book are the ones that are missing. Yeah, right. And, true. And as oh, you're starting yeah. to realize that. 
boom, we see Inara. She's getting a visit from the operative. And boom, there's Book. We've now opened up in Haven. Uh, we have to go talk to our, our guide characters. Help. We don't know what we're doing. We're just a bunch of wacky pirates and we don't have a plan. <laughs> um, so now we have to bring back in the diplomat characters and the ones with the connections to the Alliance. Because Inara works on core planets. And Shepard Book has very like alluded to the background that he has that's all mysterious. But we know he's got like dark, shady shit Alliance ties in his background. Background. And when he and Mal talk, like the impression you get, because he he immediately knows that they're going to send an operative. Yes. Like he, he, I I mean, I think it was even in the comics, they specified this, but uh, like he was an operative. Like he knows how they're going to work. He knows that if River is important enough, they're going to send someone like what he used to be after them. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I want to say, Courtney, Ellie, yeah. I am very impressed with all the knowledge you just laid <laughs> <laughs> Doing this podcast, I feel like I always considered myself like such a nerd, and I'm like, oh, th- there are a lot of people that are just as nerdy as me. <laughs> I'm a <little> nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so yeah, we get the the wave from Minara. Um, I have a lot of notes about Mal's butt. Uh, he looks great. <laughs> he even looks oh, yeah. wonderful. He yeah. even looks cute. Like right, he has like the bed head, and he looks a little sleepy, and it's like, oh, he looks yeah. so cute. Yeah. And this is a big troll job from Wash. Like, he does not say, I have a wave from Anora. Right. <laughs> he just lets him answer the call naked. <laughs> the whole crew, I love that we get the whole crew watching as if, like, mm-hmm. because at this point, the audience who watched the show, like, does still ship them. And, like, you know, I, the show, going through the show at the first, at first, I was like, eh, I don't know that I ship them. But then by the end, I was like, fucking kiss, please, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love how they, it's very obvious, like, they want them to kiss too. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, yeah. And when, uh, when Mal says, Kaylee's been missing you, they all go, ah, <laughs> and like, throw stuff to the screen. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. But so Mal immediately knows that it's a trap because he even says like did you see us fighting and i thought that was like a good way of being like trap yeah like (laughs) duh it's a trap right (laughs) it was too civil of a call for it to be casual yeah yeah (laughs) then they go right yeah cuts to him and his (laughs) and his bejeweled get up (laughs) (laughs) and i will say it's a weird introduction i mean not that the audience us we've already been introduced to the opera but it is a weird like i didn't quite get he was he just like was holding her captive in her own home, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But was complimentary of Mal's day drag, which I think is very kind. So <laughs> day drag. <laughs> um, and I do actually like the fight scene here, and I like that Anara. So I will have you all know how my notes go. I love that Anara's joining in on this fight. We don't get to see her like do that a lot. I hate that she's like kind of useless. Why isn't she doing anything? Oh shit! Because of the incense bomb. <laughs> right. She's yeah. stalling. Yeah, like I love that it was, yeah, that she was just like stalling because she was waiting for the bomb that she placed to go off. And I just love Anara. I love her. <laughs> and they start fighting immediately. That's that's the thing that makes the the line about them not fighting even funnier. Yeah. Because yeah. As, as soon as they are together, they're going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is the albatross. We get the albatross line here for the first time, which I love. Yes. yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and same thing with the fighting. He's like, yes, I've read a poem. Try not to faint yes. directly to yeah. another, <laughs> knowing that shot is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That line is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we do learn that the operative, like the operative tells Mal that he's there for River. We know this is going to be a problem, but her incense bomb goes off and they escape. Anara's back in the crew, which makes me very happy because I love her. <laughs> she says, what did you do to my shuttle? Yeah. 
Um, but we, the whole crew has another argument, right? And it's about River. Jane kind of wants them to drop her. I, I, I will not that I want to defend Jane, but I will almost understand since she has tried to kill him um, <laughs> a couple times. Yeah. yeah, why he might be like, I don't know that we need her on this ship. She has tried to kill me, and now we all might die because of her. Right. And Mal has a really good line of, "You want to run this ship?" And he just says, "Yes." yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But then they kind of I forget what do they decide in this meeting? Well, they're they're going to go back to Haven to get more, uh, you know, kind of counsel from Shepard Book. Right. But of course. This is when we discovered that the operative has burned to ground all of their contacts in a much more dramatic way than this one sentence I'm giving about it uh, <laughs> is what would do justice. But I think that then, you know, that's that's what galvanizes them to be like, well, we can't really double back. Well, the only way forward is through. So so, so one thing that I, I love about all of this is um, Inara warns Mel about the operative. She's like, he, he truly, he's a believer. The reason you need to be scared is because he's a believer. And he'll, he truly believes killing River is the right thing to do. And then immediately the next thing is the believer of the crew, the believer of Serenity is dead. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I think, yeah, he even, he even says like, you need to find something to believe in. Yeah. And I, I will, I will say I fucking forgot that he died in the movie. I know. Um, because I think when I saw the movie, I thought he was a new character because he was like not in it that much. I didn't realize that he was one of the main characters. Um, so in my brain, I was like, wait a minute, he died. Like I remembered Wash died, but I forgot the book died. And I was like, two of our beloved characters died? Yeah. Jeez. But I do like that book is still like a little sassy. Yeah. When yeah. Ma- Mal, I forget what he says, but he's like, oh, you did the right thing. And he's like, coming from you, that means almost nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also think we get a great moment of like the book that was, you know, that they allude to that we never fully get uh, right. in that he single handedly took down a ship. Like, yeah. so <laughs> I think that you're like, yes. oh, yeah, P.S., you know, <laughs> Shepard was a badass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crack shots. <laughs> yeah. And he says, um. I don't care what you believe in, just believe in it. Yeah. yeah. And the one thing that Mal truly did believe in, uh, he says, like, he, you know, the wind blows northerly, I go north. And he does just kind of floats along and doing whatever uh, comes up. But the one thing he did believe in was the war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then he does says to, to Anara at some point, I start fighting a war. I guarantee you it'll be a different side of me yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And this is where, like, yeah, he does turn to believe. And this is the point of no return in that fight where they choose to go in. Because mm-hmm. uh, Mar- um, Rivers got gotten through and shown them where Miranda was. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's fighting war and this is a different side and he finally does believe in something. Yeah. yeah. And like I, his character, I mean, not that, you know, but I, it had always been leading to something like this. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, because we'd, mm-hmm. I mean, we opened with the war flashback on the series and it had always been mm-hmm. like his trauma from the war, like shaped who and he is. With him kissing the cross, like that's just a small moment in yeah. the, in the very opening, but it shows that like, he once was a man of belief. And I, I feel like the final interaction with Shepard Book kind of does a callback to that, where you, uh, as you said, like you can see the change in him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the the ship is called Serenity. It's always been about the battle of Serenity for him. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. never going to get away from that. Yeah. So then Mal talks to the operative, right? They have like a a video call. Yeah. yeah, casual FaceTime between enemies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It, it's such a great line. He says, if your quarry goes to ground, leave no ground to go to. Yeah. Ooh, that is good. Yeah. yeah. And so then they just, then Mal, like, this is where he decides they need to, like, 
make the ship look like a reaver ship and go to planet Miranda. I will say at this point, I'm like, why are they arguing? Just do the thing. Stop arguing. Just do it. Stop arguing. <laughs> but that kind of shows how abhorrent his 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 order is Like right. to do this. Like they've all seen some crazy ass shit. But what Mal's telling them, it's not even comparable. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of has to put them in their place. Mm-hmm. He pulls out yeah. his gun and is like, this is not up for discussion. If you don't want to come with me, then you're staying here. Now get yeah. to work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, that's true. And like, I, I I mean, I do feel like stop arguing, just do it. But then also, um, Kaylee's like, they were our friends. And I, when the ship takes off, they have like the skeletons of those people on yeah. the front of their ship. Yeah. And ch- children. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, that guy, who had that job? I mean, I guess Jane would yeah, be one. Yeah, Jane for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100%. Well, and I know, again, probably just the horror brain. I'm like, well, I, I know they didn't burn the bodies, but I'm sure the bodies burned up out of uh, when they went into orbit. And that's right. why they're skeletons. So just the mm. things I think about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a great point, though. That is. That yeah. is a very fair point. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, so with the operative conversation... I think it's like the operative is telling Mal he's a good man, like in that video chat. Yeah. And then the immediate next thing Mal does is like, well, oh, to catch a monster, I need to become a bit of a monster myself. Yeah. 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 And like, I, I, I mean, he's right though, right? Yeah. Like, so they fly. The, and also like, it's not like they had to transform the inside of the ship. Like, I feel right. like, all right. It's like <laughs> decorating your house for Halloween, just like way grimmer. <laughs> um, but so they leave for uh, planet Miranda they get on this is like i feel like i remember this scene being in all the trailers like this is a scene that i in my brain happened earlier on in the movie just because it's like them walking through miranda is a what i very much remember uh from the movie miranda is also like the most doctor who-esque planet in the firefly universe because it's like very clean and um you know, almost uh, sci-fi-y as opposed yeah. to the the outpost Western sort of planets we usually see. It's so yeah. bright. Yeah. 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 And it comes from the immediate juxtaposition of the scene before where they're flying through Reaver space and it's all dark and mm-hmm. there's just screams over the audio. Yeah. And then you land on Miranda and it's like psh, hit with yeah. overexposure. It's, it's eerie. It's yeah. so perfect. It's eerie. Yeah. And then like the way we find all those bodies and like yeah. Kaylee's like crying because she's like, what are they doing? Because like we can see that the bodies just like laid down and died. Um, mm-hmm. And that's again, very like, it's like that could be from a horror movie. Um, and it is kind of like chilling and brutal for a show that it feels even more brutal than I mean, we, you know, opened with the Reavers attacking and eating people. But this feels even more like a different kind of brutal um, that these like people just kind of are like, I'm going to die now. Let me lay yeah. down. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it looks it just I mean, it is very Doctor Who, but I, yeah. it looks so different from anything we had seen on the show that I think it really makes it work because it's so different but also full of death, right? Like it looks clean, but it's still like everything is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the light point is really good. Like this is the brightest yeah. scene yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Yes. This is the Alliance, like squeaky clean at first, but like too clean. Mm-hmm. What the hell is really going on? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, absolutely. Courtney. God. Um, yeah. So then we, they stumble upon this recording that I had no idea was from Sarah Paulson. <laughs> yes, baby yes. Sarah Paulson, Scream Queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this was during those thankless years where Sarah Paulson would pop up in a lot of stuff and, yeah. like, and kind of not get to do anything as remarkable as she is. Uh, 
even though like, I, I think, you know, she's great in this. I, right. I, I would have loved to have had more of her, of course. Yes. But, well, so yeah. I, 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 this is one thing I remember from the director commentary was Joss saying that nobody is better at doing tragedy than comedians. Huh. He was like, uh, like Sarah came in and I think, so I guess, again, we're talking about thankless roles. She must've been doing a lot of comedy at this okay. time. Okay. Um, but he said like, he saw her audition and it just blew him away. I mean, I, I bet she kills at any audition, right? Oh yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> but I always thought that line was, was, was interesting. Like comedians are the best at tragedy and like, she's only in for what a minute and she steals yeah. the scene. Yeah. She, well, it is her testimony that pivots the entire narrative yeah. for the cast. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, we have to get this out so the world knows. Like, we've known all along throughout the series that the alliance is not exactly what they say, but here's here's the proof in the pudding. Yeah. Well, and it, and, it, and it makes River, like, I won't say it makes River sane again. Right. But f- after she throws up, after other people know this this secret that she's been carrying for so long, you can see a change in her. And she even says, like, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, well, she knows she's not crazy now. Yeah. 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 I made a note about that too. Cause she says, I'm okay to him. And then when she turns around and looks at him in the face and she says, I'm okay. It's, she's not saying it to him that second time. She's saying it to herself. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. she has unburdened herself, like literally unburdened herself. And now she can begin to heal. Right. I will also say I was surprised. I was like, Oh, they don't spend longer. They don't spend a longer period of time on this planet just cause it's such a like standout scene that I thought it was like, they were, lo- they were there longer, but they're not really there that long, right? Yeah, Mir- Miranda never gets its due. If this was Planet Carrie or Charlotte, we would have spent <laughs> more time there. But- <laughs> Michael. <laughs> uh, so then they, they, they talk to Mr. Universe. They kind of like talk about what's going on. He says he invites them to where he is, right? Or he invites them... To use some, I forget what it is, right? To be able to get the signal out, to be because he has the ability to put this, uh, put right. this um, video out into the universe so everyone sees it. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, we find out that the operative is there, and he promptly murders my handsome David Crummeltz right after <laughs> the transmission. <laughs> yeah, but then we immediately then we immediately see why it was so smart of the, of Mal to put the dead bodies on the on the ship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, uh, because uh, Reavers. Yes, they they <laughs> all the Reaver just Reaver party. It's a it's a Reaver, Reaver rating party. <laughs> all of them, all the Reavers, all, all of them. Um, and which is a killer plan. Yes, so smart. Yes, yes. but with the iconic line of uh, "aim to misbehave." Yeah, <laughs> that really is like it's funny because there are a lot of lines that like even going through the series that I knew as very like Firefly, like big damn heroes. And like when mm-hmm. they said it, I was like that meme of like Peter Griffin pointing at the screen. I was like, oh, it's the thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's such an action shot too. It's such a, this is the hero. This is, uh, yeah. you know, the St. What is it? Like the St. Crispin's Day speech? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what Spike says to Giles after Buffy gives her speech in The Gift. Um, I actually <laughs> like, right. I only know what that is because I remember like looking up what Spike says. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> and I had to look that up. So that's why I know. <laughs> yeah. See, nerd things teach us a lot. Yes. <laughs> we learn. Sure. Uh, so yeah, they have the big shootout battle. Um, <sighs> Wash does a lot of good maneuvering. <laughs> and then what happens, Ashley? <laughs> he fucking dies and I'm pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's it, it's quick. That's the thing that gets uh, you. You think everybody is safe. You think our heroes are safe. No. Yeah. 
We have that exhale. Yeah, and there's no coming back from it either. It's not like it's not like he got shot in the abdomen or something. Like he is gone. (laughs) Yeah. And so brutal. I had forgotten that he dies because it has been a long time since I watched the movie. Um, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I forgot about <laughs> this shit. <laughs> no. I was so mad. I was like, uh, which, I mean, I guess I probably just pushed it out of my mind. Like, yeah, you gotta do that. It's traumatic. <laughs> just repress it. Zoe's grief is what gets oh me. My oh my God. Yeah. Like, we so don't, bad. we don't. And then like how, when the fighting starts, she is very actively like, I do not care if I die. Yeah. 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 Because she's been so, she has been the pillar of strength. Yeah, not I mean throughout the whole movie, but also throughout the show. Like that was what really brought it home. Yeah, it's such a stab to the heart when she says, "Do you really think any of us are going to make it out of this?" Yeah, and Jane says, "Well, I might." (laughs) (laughs) She married Wash because he grounded her. Like he he made her human, and like and without him, now she's just soldier mode. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna cry just hearing you know, all describe oh it. I bawled in the theater when I was watching. Mm. I, I cried in the theater too, and I had to yeah. like, yeah, it was just like I had no like show context. I want you all to know though, I did cheat when I watched it because I watched it today. I fast forwarded through that part. So I was like, I don't want to cry, so I'm gonna fast forward. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I already know it's gonna be sad, but like, let me just not do this to myself. Yeah. Don't watch the end of uh, Old Yeller, and that's fine, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't live. <laughs> and like, even like Kaylee asks where Wash is, and I think Zoe just says like he's not coming, and it's yeah. like, oh. yeah, it's, it's and, devastating. And her and face, her reaction, yeah, yeah, Kaylee's face just crumbles. Ugh, yeah. Ugh. So they all they go there to find Mal arrives to find Mr. Universe and he like sees that he's been killed, but he left a pre-recorded message on his uh sex robot. As you do. His sex obviously. You know, they got married, remember? Oh, yes, right, yes, yes. It was a beautiful ceremony. <laughs> yeah. I cried like a baby. A hungry, angry baby. <laughs> Love that line. <laughs> um so then they're having their like and but He's doing that while while they're having their fight with the Reavers, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So when they first get in there and Zoe says, like, this is the spot. This will do. Why did Mal not just go then? He stayed behind to be like, all right, now everybody hold hold the line. And it's like they know they need to hold the line. You could be making ground right now. And instead, you're just staying behind giving orders. I think it's an acknowledgement of the fact that they realize that this could be the last time they see each other. That's fair. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But also him and he's in captain mode. I mean, like, he's the one who tells Kaylee to rig the doors. So once they shut, they won't reopen. I think like they, they, he needed to tell them what to do and they needed to hear it from him. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, the thing that also is really well done is it feels final, right? Like this feels like we're building to the final scene of this, like this franchise, like it feels so final. Um, And, you know, we've already like killed book and wash. So I can remember going into this being like, fuck, they're going to die. Like most of them are going to die. And like being so worried and thinking that Zoe would, I actually thought Zoe would die because of what you said before, how like you see that she doesn't care if she's going to die or not. You, you know, that like, washed rounded her they were like such a good couple but like that also might be a reason why he stayed there because he says to zoe like zoe are you here yeah that's yeah. fair i didn't yeah. think about it from that perspective yeah. and she says do the job sir mm-hmm. and she's yeah. the one he loves the most like let's like she's the one he that's yeah. they've yeah. been together mm-hmm. forever yeah no and i love these moments we get them all throughout the series too where you know their history predates that ship 
Yeah. And and just sort of that, you know, uh, soldiers in the heat of battle, like no bond is 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 tighter and he cares about her. And I, I love right. those moments. So, yeah. And their their relationship is I just I love their relationship because I also love that there's never a hint of flirt. There's no yeah. like it is like they are like brother and sister, right? Like there's, yeah. their bond is like. They love each other in the most family way mm-hmm. possible. There's zero there's, sexual tension. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. nothing. And, I, and she even rescued Wash without thinking about it when they were both captured by Niska, oh, yeah. if I recall yeah. correctly. Um, he was like, who are you going to choose? And she's like, Wash. No, he yeah. didn't even get to ask her. <laughs> she says him, and then he just looks at her and she says, what? You're going to make me choose, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I... Gina Torres deserves all the accolades because she's great. Yes. She's a fucking goddess. Yeah. So perfect. I want to see her in more like sci-fi shit or mm-hmm. like supernatural shit. Um, but so what is it? Mal? No, we're, we're missing one of the best parts of the movie. Okay. <laughs> Kaylee, and, Kaylee and Simon. Oh yeah. I'm going to live. <laughs> My gosh, she's going to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> she's literally fighting off the pandemic so she can get to have sex at the end. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> respect. All of the respect. Yeah. <laughs> God, what happens? But no, but then, oh, uh, the robot, the wife robot tells the operative the same thing that she told Mal. And so he goes after. Yeah, now he knows where Mal's going. Yes. Oh, right, right, right. Into the second control room, which is set up sort of like a PlayStation level where you have to like swing across chains and do crazy things. <laughs> Hard uh, to get to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then up uh, upstairs, of course, things turn grim when Simon Simon gets shot, and uh, oh. River is, River basically is like, "You all, you know, you've taken care of me. Now I'm going to take care of you." And then she says, "My turn, my turn, my turn." Uh. Yes, and uh. this is when we get Slayer mode. Uh. I so because I have a one track mind, my brain was immediately like. Fuck, this would be so cool. Like, this is what a Buffy movie could be. We could see, like, Sam Richard Geller doing this level of, like, stunt work and, like, mm. fights. And, God, it would be so cool because I think this fight is so cool. I love this fight. It's it's yeah. perfect. We earned this fight scene that is fucking awesome. It's, like, such a good payoff for, like, the entire series and the, like, two-hour movie. Like, I think it's a such a good end. And for Rivers' Rivers' trajectory, yes. like, yeah. as a character, like I, we've all been waiting for River to do this. Yeah, yes, and like she says it, but like it's true. They have been, they have been, you know, getting her out of binds and whatever, and like protecting her. And it is nice to see because prior to the movie, River had been kind of like I think if we never got the movie, I would have been annoyed at River because it's like she was always just like frail and unhinged and ugh, like she would sometimes help but sometimes would do nothing um manic pixie manic pixie dream girl she yeah. was kind of like just yeah. there mm-hmm. um so it's so nice to see her like murder the reavers like. and i love when it shows them back inside the little vault and they're just like hearing it all and you can tell that they're like well i mean she's probably gone i guess right right <laughs> And all of the noise that they're hearing is her just absolutely destroying everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but right, wouldn't that translate so, like something like that would look so cool with like a Buffy, mm-hmm. like the Buffy characters getting oh, to sure. like 
have that. Well, you know, it it is interesting because I can't remember which of the episodes uh, when I came on to talk about this, but we we talked about if the Whedonverse is all one connective tissue, as as some folks like to believe. Uh, One thing about even this backstory that we get from uh, River is it explains kind of the psychic stuff and the behavioral modification, but we still never quite get told why she is like a karate master, you know? And so (laughs) you can draw the line that maybe she is the slayer or a doll or something. I don't, I would would prefer a slayer to a doll um, because, but her, um, her combat and her, her strength, that's not part of anything that we're really told about what the Alliance did to her. They were messing with her mind, you know? So I, I kind of like if we're going to go for the bigger macro Whedon verse, here we are way deep in space and maybe monsters are gone, but the Reavers, but we still get our, our once in every generation girl. And it just happens to be this one, you know, they like Jason Bourner. Yeah. Well, even as a kid, like we see in the flashbacks in the movie and in the show of her as a kid, like she was always special. Right. Something yeah. was, was always there about mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, I could, I, I would love to buy that theory. Like I, I'm like already on board with it. Just you saying it, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they all make it safely out of the battle. Um, I, so I, th- I have a, a stupid opinion. I think um, I almost, <laughs> if we're going to kill two main characters from the show, I almost wish they would have waited till the end. Um, and like them die in this like big battle, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I think that would be, um, I think that would be more frustrating just because you think everyone's going to make it mm-hmm. through and then yeah. um, losing them along the way felt more natural almost. Okay. Yeah. Raises the stakes. It, may, yeah. I mean, it makes you more invested. I feel like Wash, I mean, he did die in this final big battle. He just that's true. Yeah, didn't actually make it to the like fighting portion of it. Yeah, that's fair. And it I is like-, like the way that they, they let book go like i mean i don't love that they killed him but i think it was a it was a well-rounded way to let him go because you did get to see like oh he is a badass but he also was still there to tell them like you've got to believe in something and you've got to keep going yeah Yeah. and book's death also serves as that like um i have it written down the the, like the hero's quest trope of like the old wise wizard right the obi-wan character always (laughs) has to die before you can ascend Yeah. yeah totally yeah that's fair so they all, everyone who made it to that literal final battle makes it out because River has saved everyone. Um, and Mal has the encounter with the operative, right? Or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he has yeah, that yeah. yeah, he does. Okay, okay. And he doesn't kill him. He just like disables him um, and leaves him like tied up, right? To watch yeah. the recording from Miranda. To watch his internal belief system just crumble, fall apart. Everything he thinks he is, everything he thinks he knows. Yep. Done. Right. Yep. Right. Everything he didn't want to know. Right. And and I think that's brilliant because, you know, a lot of uh, these kind of movies would have killed our big bad. But, you know, the yeah, fact that right. not only does he live, but is defeated in this manner. So when Mal and the operative have their final co- conversation and, you know, Mal's like, you know, if I see you again, I'll kill you. And the operative says, you won't. You believe it because he's yeah. gone like he he may be still alive but who he was is is over right yeah, yeah. He, sa- he says there's nothing left to see yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. won't see me there's nothing left to see 
Yeah. And I do like that we do at least get like a funeral scene for yeah. the characters that died along the way. Um, because I don't, uh, you know, a lot of stuff, like, they just don't have time. A lot of movies or shows don't have the like room to pause to have that. But I was glad that we got, you know, I'm, I, I, I remember when I saw, um, Endgame with my mom and she was like but why is the funeral for Iron Man and not Black Widow and I was like mm -hmm. like while we're watching that funeral scene I'm sobbing and my mom's asking me this question <laughs> um, but like, so I like that it was like we included even Mr. Universe a new character but still like clearly someone who was their friend like I like yeah. that it was all of them um we get the ship being like patched up si Simon and Kaylee getting it on Simon and Kaylee do yep. finally consummate their relationship mm -hmm. uh, and simon good bulked up like that actor <laughs> bulked up that, for this like he already man, had a good body but this i mean <laughs> that man is very good looking he is like a gay clark kent he is so handsome <laughs> with that jawline that's exactly it <laughs> um but like also i mean if i had to be naked in a movie i would probably be like oh, great now i'm gonna sure. do the most working out i've ever done in my life yeah, oh, yeah. exactly especially when you know nathan fillion showing ass earlier so. right yeah. like come on <laughs> um so zoe like mentions to mal about the ship but also about herself that like torn up plenty but she'll fly true which i liked mal heads heads of the cockpit to meet with anara I I couldn't believe they didn't kiss. I know. I know. <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> I I mean I, I know I like I said, I've seen the movie before, but it'd been so long. And I was like, oh th right, this is where they're gonna kiss, because we, we gotta have that scene. But no, we don't get that payoff. <laughs> we just know that she's I, staying on on board with them. Which so like I guess one could be like, well, uh, she's staying so that you know, does sure, mean something. Sure, but uh, fucking kiss, damn it. Right. <laughs> just <laughs> kiss. <laughs> Give me the kiss. I just want to say it. <laughs> um, and I love that the final line, well, the fine. it's like we see ships taking off and something falls from it and Mal says, what was that? I thought yeah. that's a, <laughs> yeah. it's like a very nice, like we, you know, we had this intense seriousness. We had a lot of wrap up. It's a nice, like cute, ending to be like well the ship's still kind of a piece of junk but they like <laughs> and, and it's a and it's a callback to the first shot we had right, of Serenity, yeah because yeah. that first shot was something falling off too which i hadn't even realized until you all told me yeah <laughs> i somehow had missed that um yeah no i think the movie it's definitely a little long but i think it really works and i love that river is like co-pilot yes at yeah. The end. yeah well co-pilot co but she's gonna take over <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes of anything Joss Whedon's ever done. That final scene mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um, of, of them together, like the storm's getting worse. We'll get through. And he calls her a little albatross, yes. which I love. Yeah. <laughs> and they kept Wash's dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now for a quick break. Folks, do you love movies? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies. So much so, they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top-quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the 20th anniversary of the cinematic masterpiece Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts made for the brave members of the Movies by Yourself Club. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. 
Super Yaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Super Yaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks, and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. And as a special gift to you, listeners can save 10% on their order with the code SUPERSLAYERFEST, all caps, no spaces, at checkout. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies, y'all. Now that we're at the end, uh, favorite scene, Michael? Uh, I mean, I love a lot of scenes in this movie, and it's hard to pick a favorite, but I am a big fan of, you know, a, a hero moment where they know they're about to face in uh, insurmountable odds, and you make that choice where death may be certain. And when they're all sitting there, it's the, it's the you know, I aim to misbehave scene. But mm-hmm. for me, it's not Mal's speech. It's watching all of their faces because this is what we've been building up to with these characters. And uh, I, I really love that moment and rewatching it. I was like, yeah, I love, uh, you know, subtle though it may be, we get a little bit of everybody here and uh, they're heading into the storm. And, you know, as with storms, not everybody's going to come out dry. So yeah, a lot of metaphors there, Michael. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but you you landed all of them. I'm impressed. Uh, Ellie, what's your favorite scene? So I, I now I'm torn because I really do love that last scene between Mal and River. But the, the main relationship that hooked me from the beginning with the show is Simon and River. And the just the terror you see on Summer Glau's face when Simon gets shot. Mm-hmm. Like that he that out of everything she's seen, everything, you know, that she has experienced, this is, this is it. This is the thing she will not let happen. This is going to be the drive that lets her fully reveal her true self. So I think for me, I think it's, it's that scene, that moment and the beautifully choreographed of her diving in, grabbing the bag and throwing it in and then hitting the thing. Just, she's willing to sacrifice herself. Obviously she doesn't, Mm -hmm. but all of the sacrifices Simon has made for her, throughout the movie and then if you know the series throughout the series like that that scene hits me and then she gets to be a badass yeah yeah the badass is really good uh courtney what's your favorite scene um so my favorite thing when there's like ensemble casts and like a lot of different characters is like characters doing everyday people things not just like sort of standing by until they're needed for a scene and there's actually two scenes that reflect that for me is when they're on Maidenhead when they're meeting with Fanti and Mingo and all the other characters are off doing their own thing and and it's very like yeah they wouldn't stick together Mal and Jane go do the business and everyone else is wandering around and I know it's supposed to be more Chinese influence but that um the only thing I can liken that experience to is walking around Shibuya and Harajuku in Tokyo and there's just so much like um so much going on and so many lights flashing and there's so much stimulus that I feel like I could have easily been subliminal messaged as well. So it was like, (laughs) it was really realistic for them to hit river like that. And then the other scene is on Haven when they're actually chill and like Jane's sitting playing the guitar and makes me feel a sort of way. uh, But they're just all being people. And I really like those two scenes. That's a good point. I do really like in ensembles when they let them get to do you know, like I love in bu- episodes of Buffy when it's like they're kind of sitting around and like being jokey. Like I like yeah. that shit. Um, yeah. 
Ashley, what's your favorite scene? I'm with Ellie. I like um, that final river scene where she says my turn and she runs out. I think for all the reasons um, that Ellie said, but also just like I lean a little more towards action stuff. And so um, getting to see not only her kind of like the sacrificing of herself, but also the fact that she kicks ass and comes back in the end. And that that scene when the door opens and she's got the weapons in her hands and she looks up and then the um, parliament people come behind her and she turns around and when the light hits her eyes and she's looking through Mm -hmm. her hair it's just so beautifully shot and she's drenched in blood yeah yeah (laughs) she could easily take all of them out (laughs) and she knows it and she she would have and if the operative hadn't called absolutely yeah (laughs) <laughs> well, she's waiting for the order too, right? As soon as she hears, yeah, yeah they're they're yeah, all dead. Exactly. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, my favorite scene is just River like slaughtering the Reavers. It just it feels very gratifying to watch her. I mean, like she said, it's her turn. It feels very gratifying to watch her take her turn and just like nail it and you know like exceed what you thought would have been happening right. and exceeding all the other battling that anyone else on the show had done. It's like. 10 times more heightened. Like mm-hmm. you, I mean, like you said, Michael, there's a reason you could use that theory that she was a slayer because those are like vampire slayer moves. Like she's yeah. heightened mm-hmm. in her fight ability. Um, and I just, I love it. It's cool. The way it's shot is really cool. It's a good action scene. Choreography is great. I love yeah. when she like so gracefully swings like backwards and takes them all out with the swords. That's yeah. when I was yeah. like, oh Yeah. This is this is very much like a dance. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it totally is. Um and what grade do you give this movie, Courtney? Wait, are you not going to do the best outfit? I have it written down specifically because <laughs> I was expecting you to ask. <laughs> I, see, I wasn't going to do it for this, but uh, but here, hit me. What's your what's your favorite outfit? Okay, listen. <laughs> My thirst for Jane knows no bounds. Usually, he's wearing that faded yellow shirt, but earlier when he's cleaning up the mess and he has on that blue ringer, and I'm just like, oh, he's so jacked. <laughs> <laughs> he does look good in a ringer tee. Yes. It does. Um, does anyone else have a favorite outfit? You can totally mention it. <laughs> um, let's let's give a cheer for Mal and Daydrag. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. That's the right answer. I think my favorite outfits on Firefly were just always like the way Inara, because she's Inara's just like so glamorous and pretty mm-hmm. and wonderful. We got to mention Zoe's Zoe's funeral yes. outfit. Like that oh, dress Zoe beautiful. wears. It is, beautiful. it is the most beautiful thing. Ooh, yeah, is, that is, is this also the only time in the entirety of both the series and the film that we see her in a dress? Yeah. yeah. I think that so. I can think of. Yeah. And, and it's a slinky dress. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's gorgeous. So it makes like, her look like, a, like this like 10 feet tall Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love her. She's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what okay? What grade do you give it, Courtney? A plus. One of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> not changed for me. <laughs> Ellie. A A A plus. Same same same. I love this movie. Ashley. Okay, I'm gonna give it an A out of sheer spite that they killed Wash. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Uh, I'll give it an A as well. All right. Well, I'm gonna be the Debbie Downer here. I but Uh-oh. it's not a bad grade. I give it a B plus. <laughs> okay. Bye. All right. <laughs> I just it, it, for me it, like. The parts with the arguing, just like there's a little bit too much of like, I would like to condense that into like one argument, not like five different ones. Um, I understand them, but like for me, those are the only, but it's still a B plus. It's not a bad grade. I would be happy (laughs) to get a B plus on my script. (laughs) 
Um, Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for listening. If you want to actually listen to uh, any of our other Firefly coverage where I went through the series episode by episode for my first full watch, you can subscribe to our Patreon. um, And for $5 a month, you can listen to all our bonus episodes. And we have different tiers, and it really helps keep the podcast going. Um, And if you want to follow us on social media, we are at SlayerFestX98. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and other corners of the internet. If you want to follow me, I am at ENXCarlos. Uh, Ellie, where can everyone find you? You can find uh, my words at BuzzFeedNews.com or follow me on social media at Ellie V. Hall. And Courtney, where can everyone find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Rushlemania, and on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash rmthedemonassassin. And Ashley? I'm on Twitter at mythtaken314. It's such a good, that's like one of the best Buffy puns, so I love it. That's <laughs> uh, Michael, where can everyone find you and find your new podcast? Uh, well, if you want to find me, I am on Twitter and Instagram at my name, at Michael Verratti. If you want to see any of the movies I've written, just look up my name on IMDb. And the new podcast can be found wherever podcasts are found, as well as on Twitter at Midnight Mass Pod. Nice. I also like the flex of if you want to see the movies I've written. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for doing this and we'll see you all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.